Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Bakay. This is Toby. This is Jasmine. And this is Sophie. And welcome to our February episode. We hope that you had a great time in the shortest month of the year, as Jasmine reminded us. <laughs> so we want to start things off by letting us know what you've been up to. Is it me? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, February went by super fast. A lot of school projects and just, um, we had midterms, which I feel like we were probably the only school in America that has midterms a month into school. Um, how is that midterms? Hmm. I'm a little confused. So I finished midterms last Thursday, and then now I'm on spring break, which is also super early because <laughs> I feel like spring break starts in February. That doesn't make sense. There's that's not spring. Uh, so I'm just getting to relax and chill for a week, and then back to school, and that's been it. Amazing. Do you have any plans for spring break that you're looking forward to? <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I'm i going out of town, going to the Dominican for a couple of days, which will be fun. It's also one of our friend's birthdays, Jonathan. So we try to travel every year for his birthday, and it just so happens to always be my spring break. So uh, we will celebrate his birthday and my spring break all in one in the Dominican. So it'll be fun. Oh, cute. I didn't realize it was his birthday when you told us. Aw. Yeah. He's turning 12. Yay, I'll have fun <laughs> <laughs> if you ask. <laughs> His fourth, 12th birthday. Exactly. <laughs> what about you, Jasmine? What have I been up to in the month of February or since the last time we've spoken? It's so cr- like crazy, you guys. The sense of time lately has been such a blur. Um, weeks have felt like years and I have... I trying to recollect what are even some updates I can tell you guys about um it has it's it's been a pretty slow start to the year so far for me um again family it has been the top priority so I was traveling back to Kansas City again recently just hanging out with my family um you know spending time with my loved ones and that's been that was really great I've been back now in LA for probably about a week just like getting back into the swing of things it was nice getting to take some time off and really disconnecting from work and focusing in on my family when I was back in Casey visiting them Um, and I've been very blessed with the fact that coming back and reacclimating to my LA life has been really smooth now we're just rolling with it. I'm patiently waiting for the sunshine to happen. We've been having crazy rainstorms here in Southern California. We've even been under a blizzard warning, which I think is insane. Um, I told this story. Yeah. So I'm not kidding. Like they, I mean, not like, like blizzard is an exaggeration, but for, for (laughs) the way that California roads are built and the kinds of people that are driving on the roads, an inch of snow is like, like catastrophic rightfully so um with just people and roads aren't prepared for it but we had some insane flooding here in LA that basically my poor beautiful car that's been through so much like we just got caught in the middle of it and some water seeped through and that's like the craziest things that I've been dealing with like the flooding and like the floor of my car but yeah you guys we are just hanging on um it's been a slow start and a very like even though it's been a slow start it's all felt like a blur so far um but that's that's me what about you toby well i'm glad again that you're survived. <laughs> it has been crazy i mean over here in koreatown in central la the sun has been shining today which has been amazing um that's been a silver lighting i mean it's been a very 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 emphasis on very busy start to the year for me um but you know i'm still here kicking um massive workload on my plate um work-wise I just came back from a week in New York for work um lots of exciting things in the pipeline this year so even though it's a lot I mean it's stuff that I mean I'm blessed that I'll get to see it all come to fruition so excited for you all to see all of that um it was nice got to catch up with um two of my other best friends as well um for one my one free night which was really fun um, and then the week before I was in Wisconsin um, for, I guess, my first live speaking engagement of the year. So like not podcast or anything. Um, I was invited by 
the Wisconsin School of Business um, to come and speak on inclusivity and mental health and like diversity and the workplace. Um, and it was really exciting, really fruitful. Um, I just felt like my cup was really full. I mean, that's something I'm really passionate about, just connecting with people um, and, you know, kind of like leaning on each other, learning from my own mistakes so that people don't go down the same path I did. Um, hearing where people are at and how we can kind of support one another um, as we look forward to like building a better future for all of us and a more healthy one, um, both inside and out. So yeah, I just got a text from one of the organizers of the event um, last night while I was out saying that like he hears people in conversation saying like, Toby said, and I'm just like, that's honestly the best feeling ever. Um, yeah, because I just see myself as this person, like very imperfect person with tons of problems. So the fact that like um, people still feel like they can relate um, to me and like learn and grow, that's all that I can like pray for and ask for. So yeah, thank you all for the opportunity. It was super fun. And yeah, so busy with fun things. So that's been a bit of me, but in terms of some other exciting things and wins, we are proud to announce, as you all know, that Kansas City took home another Super Bowl ring. <laughs> in case y'all didn't hear. Yeah. Yeah, you jabronis. So <laughs> as Mr. Kelsey said. As Mr. Kelsey said. Um, yes, I thank you, Patrick. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Travis. <laughs> Juju, Thanks, Jasmine. Thank Thanks, you. Toby. you. Thanks, Everybody. Toby. Yes, we played yeah. hard. I know. It... Thank you, Arizona. Yeah. Thank you, thank you the state home. of Arizona, for hosting. <laughs> yes, Sorry, thank you Jackson. to Jackson and Brittany for being on your best behavior. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I got people being like, yo, this year, man, is like, no. Okay, chill, chill, chill. We don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. <laughs> that, we don't know who that is. Um, but all jokes aside, another really exciting win for the city to take home. I mean, what an iconic Super Bowl too! the first Super Bowl ever in history with two black starting quarterbacks, mm. you know, Let's go. yeah, huge, huge. Like, I mean, long overdue for yeah. the organization, but congratulations to Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, but especially Mr. Patrick Mahomes himself. Um, great on what an amazing time to be in the city. I was really lucky and super fortunate to be in Kansas City the weekend of the Super Bowl. Um, and I, I was actually, no, I was not there for the AFC game. That's a lie. I, I was definitely in LA for that. But it was just super amazing and magical to feel the energy and the hype and um, the fireworks shooting off and getting to see them all around the city. I, I mean, two Super Bowl wins in the first five years of your career is unheard of for a, for a fucking rookie. So, I mean that and it's just the it's just the beginning for the Chiefs <laughs> okay I was just about to say this feels like a different era I mean for both of you it's like I mean you guys are like true and blue because like you were raising a city like this is like my I don't even know however many football team but I think Kansas is where I spent the most time we know my parents yeah. are still there so it's like Kansas like Kansas City is our team but it just feels like Kansas City is like really on the map these days and especially with like yes with Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes but also like it seems like overnight Travis Kelsey has become this like superstar wasn't the man he's on SNL like next week like it yes he's, he's got a house. secret yes as a host I'm like this man I feel like he's about to become an actor like he might become <laughs> the mayor of Kansas City like I don't know what's about to yeah happen. what's gonna stop him next thing you know he's up for an Oscar for yeah. a dream yeah. he's a EGOT winner right he's a DJ like who knows <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's, on a world he's just gonna be a personality. Yeah, yeah. he's just gonna be he's he's gonna become more than just um more than just an athlete. He's gonna become the caricature and the personality that also comes from that part of the entertainment industry. And it's just yeah. gonna be a household face and a household name, you know. It, I, I think because I know what you mean, Toby, how like Patrick Mahomes is always gonna be an athlete, he's always gonna be yes. a quarterback. Like his uh -huh. he he does he's not like while he has been on like late night, he's done like appearances on like late night shows. Um mm -hmm. he's he's gonna be an athlete where Travis Kelsey has a star factor to him. Yeah. And I'm super excited to see <laughs> how that happens you know it's on our faces right now i'm like we've been there 
This is like chasing. We Kofi can fall. We yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my God. God. Yes. We will still never forgive you, E Network, for the flop on that show. The flop. Um, there was so much potential. Yeah. And you guys it was know that we season. are good at finding talent. <laughs> <laughs> we knew. We knew. And so it's just one of those things where I'm, I'm not like we can gatekeep him, but it just feels like he was our thing. And then now he's just blown up. I'm like, you for the streets now. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Travis he Kelsey is. was like the baby daddy to like the Casey girlies, and now yes. he's the baby daddy to the world. Yeah, mm. I don't know it's- how I feel about that. <laughs> he well, was ours first. <laughs> but honestly, I think Travis Kelsey is going to be like a Michael Strahan. You know, like yes. um, he's with his career. Michael yeah. Strahan. Moving on to other stars at um the Super Bowl, Rihanna. Can we talk about Miss Rihanna's performance? Oh my god. You want to talk about yeah, like, performances of our, our generation? <laughs> the way that like I've never seen like the internet pick up like a routine, a Super Bowl routine like ever. This is like the biggest thing, like the fact that it became its own like cultural like centerpiece. Like that's my Halloween costume this year. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. 100 wait be. i'll be the dancer i'll be i'll be no, a dancer i was thinking i'm like i want us all to be dancers is what i mean we, we can't be rihanna <laughs> damn yeah okay 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 you're right you're right who am i kidding i'm being a dancer i'll be her belly oh, wow we gotta wear we have to wear all so white the belly. so scary so he's just the belly mm. but yes like like some other um tiktok videos i've seen there were two types of people that watched rihanna's concert those that loved it and stood for the cultural iconic art moment and those that were wrong (laughs) there you're just one or the other you're just one or the other and i mean the set list was amazing incredible i feel like every single like every single bit of each song she used like the best parts like Mm. she she used like the parts that were like most memorable iconic and like would like last the punch yeah. Oh my like, it god. Wasn't like her, oh. She like had like a little bit of remixes here and there, which I think was like to her yes. benefit. Yeah. Or yes. even hearing like the instrumental like... to cake. That was crazy. Oh, <laughs> and then not getting cake. Oh my god, what a tease. What a tease. I I was fully ready to throw ass and I was fully <laughs> ready right in front of my parents. And then we got pour it up. And I was like, I can do pour it up. I can do pour it up. It's fine. Yeah. I was waiting for bum bum beat bum bum. Same. <laughs> Same. I was like, but she, I mean, honestly, she went through everything, which she said that she was yeah. going to. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I would, the real true Rihanna fans, I was like, where's rated R? <laughs> like, where's, I know. You know what's happening? I, I wanted rainy men. Back, I, when she I said really everything, did, I thought yeah. she was literally going to play every single song that she's ever made but she was not gonna put california king bed on the fucking super bowl stage <laughs> yeah, come on now that's a please go on Listen, my young heart i'm sorry i'm i know but i'm just saying i'm like come on she was not gonna put that on the stage no. but i would I know. like to say because we were all we were all talking during like we were all texting each other during the performance she did it was very i don't know i feel like it's an art form because like you only have so much time to do so much things and i feel like if you look at the past like a lot of the old super bowl performances there's too much happening we're yep. like we're trying to do we're trying to do the aerobatics we're trying to get the pyro show we're trying to do fireworks mm-hmm. you know we're trying we're to get five surprise guests and it was like yeah exactly we're trying to bring out everybody the dead and the alive like it was it's always too much work and i oh, feel like she just kind of had like she worked with, with what she had, and it was very artfully done. Like, she was like, okay, we're going to be hanging up, acting crazy, being pregnant up in the air, and then we're going to be on the ground, mm-hmm. and we're going to be, you know, we're going to be using the angles that we need to use. Like, it, it and it was still yep. very entertaining without having, yeah. like, an overly, like, experience, like, an overly, like, stimulated experience, you know? Of course. Yeah. And the product placement. I'm like, everybody else paid millions of dollars for a 15-second, 30-second ad placement. And she went and did a performance for free and skyrocketed her click-through rate to her site more than these fucking other companies could ever imagine. She got paid to promote her product. Yeah. First and foremost, who's doing it like her? That's big brain. She's not like you. Absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) she's not like you. And also, yeah, she is not like you. And also let's like let's not forget that that the whole performance and the pregnancy reveal just showed the testament to the way that people ride for rihanna 
Like, mm-hmm. I think we all had the same experience of like, is she pregnant? Oh my God, I can't fucking say that and judge her. She just had the baby and she's postpartum. Mm-hmm. Wait, is she? You know, it's like that internal conflict of like, is she pregnant or, yeah. or like, am I, or am I just an asshole? Or like, if you're watching with other people and they would comment, we, the first thing I did, my parents were like, is she pregnant? I wrote, I was like, you could not say that. You could not just assume <laughs> think that someone's pre- pregnant. <laughs> I know, I know, but we, we back her up and then we ask questions later. I literally ripped my parents' arm off for like even saying that, being so disrespectful. And then later it was confirmed that she was pregnant. My mom, my mom literally goes, mm. she said, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like we we all collectively know we we always back up Rihanna first, but we ask questions later. And I'm just thinking about the viewing experience. Like I I can't remember who I was texting. It might have been yeah. It was like in another group chat. But I was just like I can't remember the last time I was genuinely this excited for a performance I wasn't in the room for. Like we felt like right. we getting like a concert. I remember I was at a party where there was maybe 30 people and I knew three. One of them being my brother. And literally, I was like, if people do not start stop spinning right now, I was going to lose my shit. And then the owner of the apartment literally turned the lights off. I was like, thank you. <laughs> this man knows what he's doing. And he raised the volume yes. to a hundred. Right. Yes. This is all my it's not Everyone, the second you hear la, la, sit down yeah like <laughs> when you hear when you hear the cue for bitch better have my money you better bitch sit the fuck down <laughs> it was so, and it was, like, yeah yeah it just even though like we knew that you would get it on youtube literally the second after it just felt like one of those things that you had to see live i was like i don't care if it's gonna be on youtube like i have to see it now Yes, it's its own experience that is that is unique and you'll never have it again in that moment to watch it as it's happening. You will never get that chance again. You cannot fuck it up. We only got one time, okay? Now she's we'll having a baby, another one. And she, we, we will never. She's having another baby. ASAP Rocky, count your fucking days. Rakeem, <laughs> please count them. <laughs> please. Count your days. <laughs> and Love it, I feel like, but again, you know, another Libra man coming up in here and hijacking shit. Swear to God, but even like the choreographer, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same choreographer from that did Sorry. It was like, Paris. In, You're right. Paris. I mean, and, but she does everything, you know, yeah. but still, it's like we were sorry girls when they, like, we still are sorry, sorry girls, and we will always be sorry girls. Like, I'm a number, my number one identity that I avow is being a sorry girl fan. So the fact that she was the one that was, that did all the choreography. And I was like, okay, it, it's starting to make sense, right? Like, things are starting to come together. I started to see clear. Like, like, cool. like honestly because now come to think about it i'm pretty sure paris does all the savage fancy shows too so it like makes sense yeah i feel like she did i think she did no super bowl way. last year too with j-lo yeah yeah she i mean did. you're gonna call in the best right yeah she yeah. has like a very iconic yeah. so that's the thing like everything she does is viral like sorry would have been everything had we had tiktok back then oh but, yeah but now i'm like, glad that we didn't yeah seriously but now like the work choreography is like everywhere on tiktok so it's just like paris is still parisy yeah always love it could you imagine wow. us trying to do tiktok to the sorry dance i mean i would just be embarrassed so i'm kind of glad that we did i mean we would do it we would do it we would do it look silly. i was doing tanache choreography like literally all righty on to darker topics i know Okay. Um, so for anyone that needs a quick just summary of the allegations that are happening between this um, so-called catty girl-on-girl feud on the internet is that some photos of Selena Gomez were like posted by the paparazzi um of her in a swimsuit they were being absolute assholes about it and then allegedly um a, a response video was short was posted shortly after from Hailey Bieber, Kendall Jenner, and Justine Skye. allegedly again saying something shady about selena and those photos and that whole situation has just unloaded a can of worms of other suspicious um allegations in the past of cattiness towards selena gomez from that group i don't even know how to say this without i think it's like a classic girl on girl hate you know that's just how it works it's always in the the media yeah mean girl cattiness that 
um it's a tale as old as time whether it's whether it's true or whether it's alleged what's going on and we feed into it and we're reading into it and there's theories and conspiracies and um you know that keep going into it but i will say it's just insane how within 48 hours today is sunday um how much it's exasperated on my phone personally um <laughs> yeah so yeah it's just one of those things that is crazy to be a part of like in real time and like i remember being on tiktok like friday morning and seeing that selena had like commented on something like hours before and i'm like oh my gosh like normally we don't see these things because it's been deleted and this and that but things were moving so quickly i think it was even too quick for all of them to stay on top mm -hmm. of it and I mean, genuinely, it's just one of those things that like with conspiracy theories, I mean, they do their job. They make you believe. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, since all of our algorithms are so different, like some of us are probably seeing more Selena steering things and some of us are seeing Haley and Kylie steering things. So it's like all of us are probably so convinced about our own stances. We, for all intents and purposes on this podcast, are not necessarily sharing our stances on where we think it is. At the end of the day, it's just our opinions and everyone's opinions on this are getting so overwhelming that it's just like at this point we will never know the truth unless we're in their inner circle it's all he said mm -hmm. she said yeah That's well absolutely way. and again <laughs> yeah you yeah we've we beat this dead we beat this dead horse a million times you guys we we've talked about the beavers and selena on this podcast before yes. we're all aware we're all aware of you know, the narratives that surround them, the pitting against one another that is surrounding them. This is not a nuanced conversation. These are not nuanced speculations or, I mean, there's parallels that many of us in our regular everyday lives have experienced in some capacity to these narratives that are being painted. But like Toby said, it's kind of like, I don't know what more else we can say. What else is going to happen? I think there, again, there's a lot, like uh, it doesn't help either that the internet is going to forever feed into this we're never going to let it die you know these this this want these relationships are always going to mold forever the lives of these women and then the past that that they take on and it's just the truth of it and i think i think the more stuff we hear in the news cycle about them um as like as per emotionally provoking and enticing as it is it's not anything new that we have seen or heard or experienced no that's that Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, period. And on to some other dark topics. So MGK and Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah, this has been an interesting one because like rather than people not saying anything, like Megan like said a lot through her Instagram. Mm -hmm. then Absolutely. Then come back. Absolutely. And you know, I think um before like I've, I'm an MGK fan. We all know this. I went through my fangirl moment of going down a rabbit hole of dissecting his entire personal life and his upbringing. And it, and it really is sad to, to see and know that there are humans that live with the kind of trauma and shit that he has, that he deals with the demons that he deals with. Megan Fox raised me, you know, my spiritual and my spiritual awakening to being a woman was at the ripe age of 12 watching Jennifer's body for the first Absolutely. time you know Megan Fox molded me and my life and I fully um admire her spiritual intelligence and her just her wokeness and how interconnected she is with the world above her and I understand you know she really like she like loved this man so much she wanted to take it to esoteric practices to make it happen but it's just sad to see that like sometimes um you don't always know what's going on behind closed doors with people and sometimes love isn't enough to fix people not that you should really ever go into anything trying to fix anyone and while I appreciate that she's transparent about how oh there wasn't an affair going on there's questions about about her safety you know we 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 played into this like they they tried to portray this like sexy dark toxic vampire romance that we all fed into mm -hmm. but was she always crying for help with like with like the dark cryptic photos and the photos of her of her boobs like looking like bruised and miscolored like did we like was she crying out for help um is she crying out for help we see them being photographed together um from on, on Valentine's Day leaving a, a 
a, a therapist. And while I understand, I like, it's not our business to know, you know, and I, I know it's not our business to know, and it's, it's not our relationship. Um, I, I'm like, I also worry that this kind of romance is being glorified to women in reality. It's all being based off uh-huh. of um, a really scary situation. Let me make this you known. Know? I do not want that type of relationship. <laughs> yeah no 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 you're here first you're here yeah that vampire shit is not cute to me i've seen people say things like oh what if this is all just like one big like pr master plan to advertise for something i'm like for what because when Mm -hmm. when would something like this like sell product i don't know what what they would necessarily be trying to push with the narrative like this because it doesn't make either of them look good and obviously you just 100%. want people to feel safe like mm-hmm. at some point like yes like gossip and things are juicy but when it's this dark and like suspect it's it's not fun i completely agree and you know i feel like out of us when it comes to all this like hollywood bullshit i'm the biggest skeptic right like i don't believe in half <laughs> dishes but you know think about how many times we talked about the bachelor bachelorette i'm like this is all facade this is all a joke but i think that's a good point like at, at some point it's like for what like, what are they pushing at this point? Where mm-hmm. are they trying to, like, have us consume these high, like, torture and trauma? Like, I don't, it's not yeah. a narrative that I feel like is realistically going to get them somewhere. I, there's some kind of, like, fixation that I've noticed in pop culture in general of, like, of, like, in, in, like this abusive, dark, hard relationship, mm-hmm. but it turns into this beautiful, whimsical, magical fairy tale. There's, like, an obsession with, like, being the changing variable that, that, allows things to like go from dark to to light and and people tried to utilize mgk and megan fox as like as like a symbolism of that fixated transformation people have Hmm. but people used it as people use it as a way to overlook is she possibly in danger like we've we've been able to be like oh my god are those bruises and like lacerations on her chest oh my god they probably just had like crazy sex the other night you know no one's thinking like is she safe you know or when she's talking about like when she's talking about really explosive crazy arguments that they've had and when she like the fact that she had to go and do a ayahuasca ayahuasca retreat in in puerto rico with the shaman to ask god if she's safe with this man you're like uh, people have been able to frame that as yeah people people have had to frame it as that's 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 what the ayahuasca trip was she was like i had to go on this trip to talk to god to see that this is like the guy and um it's all in the documentary on hulu and we and like most people that fed feed into this narrative feed into this like this fantasy are like oh my god framing it as she's doing all of this to really solidify their love when it's like the red flag should be she has to go ask god (laughs) you know that's the it. red flag is that she had to go take a hallucinogen out of the country and ask God if she's safe. And was God and there? Let's the be do- real. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's be real, Megan. <laughs> right? I'm like, it sounds Sorry, it sounds Megan. like there was a yeah, it sounds like there was a demon there following Mr. Colson Baker the whole time. And e- and again, even in the Hulu documentary, he mentions how he like freaked out over a moment, put a gun to his mouth while on the phone right. with her, and luckily the gun jammed when he tried to pull the trigger. And everyone what sees- in the world is happening. I've never yeah. heard any of this. No, and- no, that's from the document, the Hulu documentary that they did. And that's what I'm saying is it's like there's this fixation on the Tommy Pamela type of love, the rock star girlfriend type of love. And we all know I used to feed into it. So like I'm not I'm I'm also like healing my inner child self going through this re- re- like revelation disclaimer. But it's like people feed into that narrative well, and because all this the- has been like a week. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> oh when did this start? <laughs> when oh when did this honestly yeah i i'm 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 channeling god right now i'm having downloads (laughs) i used to want that (laughs) i used to that i literally told me the other day i meant to be a rock star that's why i want a guitar (laughs) i literally said that to toby last week (laughs) maybe two weeks ago but regardless this, this is a new this is a newfound revelation for me i'm basically I am the demographic that yeah. needed to be saved. And the rest You're of you need to take you follow my lead. Yeah. <laughs> no, everybody else needs to follow my lead. Is Megan Fox safe? 
And as we said, make it in all seriousness. We hope you're safe. And we hope the next update we hear on this topic is a positive one. Um, mm-hmm. Now moving on to some more positive topics. As you may or may not know, we have a history with One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> and within the past few weeks, One Direction fans globally have been coming back together because for the first time in years, there seems to be the possibility that our boys might eventually come back together. Huh. Check that. Run it back. Riddle me this. <laughs> we Riddle me this. We thought for years that this was something that was never going to happen. Five years past, 10 years past. We're like, damn, <laughs> this isn't happening. And then the little tidbits have been happening like within the past year. But then what really set people off, for those of you who might not know, is that last week when Niall Horan was promoting his latest single, Heaven, there were some like Taylor Swift, like Easter egg things that were coming up. Like apparently like, People were bringing up old photos of Harry and Niall last year, like going on a hike. And then Harry had this like cloud print in one of his music videos. And then Niall posted a candle with that same print where people are like, uh-uh, something's happening. And then Niall was being interviewed by Kelly Clarkson while promoting the single. And she was asking him about X Factor days. And he said that him and the boys speak consistently today. <laughs> I have chills. I have I know. chills just hearing that again. Check it. <laughs> They make this more giddy. Like we all don't even know what this is. <laughs> well, because this is the thing. Uh, before we dive in deeper, Toby had pointed this out when we had our call before starting the recording that for these last eight, seven years, however long it's been since Zane left on in March of 2015. Um, <laughs> Damn, I really said 10 we, years, my bad. It has not been 10 years. It, I mean, almost. Oh, it's been eight. Almost. We're oh, about true. to hit eight years. No. Yeah. We're about to hit eight years in a few weeks of him leaving One Direction. We've been under the preconceived notion this entire time that they are not friends. They do not speak. You know, every every person that like as soon as the whole breakup happened, everyone did so good about getting on their shit of differentiating themselves as solo people in some capacity that they outside of the group that we weren't even sure anyone was still friends anymore we had theories we had hopes but to hear just the easter eggs these these last couple of months of again niall dropping the hint to kelly clarkson that oh yeah we still speak consistently harry at the brits thanking every single member by name i mean liam's sweet sweet message to harry on instagram with the grammy like these are mo- Zane just dropping random samples of yeah. uh, of past songs all oh. all over Instagram. Like there's just these little Easter eggs that are happening now that are kind of like telling. I'm like, okay, obviously you guys are probably beefing for a little bit after the breakup. Fine, but have we all been friends this whole time? Has there right. been nothing but love this whole time? We've been angry at Zane for what this whole time? I I was are like, how t- are they not going to let us? know like the inside of it like we are we're privy to this relationship too yeah yeah like i feel like, like we are the most you... important characters <laughs> so the fact that we've been friends this whole entire time and haven't even had an ounce of respect to say something to <laughs> mm-hmm. us is a bonkers i'm like we've been sitting here boohoo baby crying for how long <laughs> yeah yeah like, yeah broken. and the thing is i also think because we were so broken from it i know me personally there was a time period where i didn't follow any of them on instagram i didn't know what was going on and come to think about it there were some times like over the past few years where it's like oh niles at harry's show or louis doing this it's like louis and niall together at glastonbury like they've low-key been hanging out but i think mm-hmm. a lot of us were so much at the point where like we don't care we're sick of being gaslit i don't want to know anything unless they're coming back together yeah yeah it's like we're finally kind of getting some of that reassurance that we've been wanting for years but like somebody should have told us that it wasn't that deep and i didn't have to beef with all five of you at some point yeah (laughs) but and while i believe that a reunion is like is eons away far like even a possible one show ever again reunion is far off away to know that it's even a possibility or feel like it, it could be a reality, I would have liked to have been prefaced for that. You yeah, know, yeah. you didn't have to slap me in the face with it. It does give me hope. 
um, and something to live for. Live for, <laughs> you know. Gives me something to live for. That's all I hate. And honestly, I think seeing like bits and pieces just like through life and things. I honestly don't think that like when I think they will reunite, but I don't think it's gonna be the classic like boy band reunion thing. That's also kind of past our generation. Like I think they're so of our time that I think when they come back together. It's not going to be a classic like reunion show. It's not going to be a Vegas residency. That just doesn't no. feel like them. I can see them yeah. maybe doing some sort of like, I don't want to like downplay what all those other people do. That's fine. That's good for their core demo. Like what if they do some sort of thing together? Like, I don't know, maybe something passion related, maybe an art, maybe a film. Like I, I just see them combining their talents in a different way. And to be honest, whatever it is, I'm buying it. Uh, number one consumer yeah oh, no. number one oh my god right here i want royalties right now yeah. what if they do like a doc <laughs> what if they do like a documentary following this is us and it's like this is us now that'd be great or something <laughs> honestly we'll be at the premiere like we'll be like honestly, yeah i'll be there like this is like ah man i just don't even know <laughs> like <laughs> i know you know what to say like I, I really think um, it's just the fact of knowing it, there's like a healing energy of knowing that they're friends and that they're still together in each other's lives and that, you know, the whole the whole family dynamic wasn't a lie. I think that's like what I really need from all yeah. of this regardless. You know, like you said, Toby, I agree. It's not going to be a tour. It's not going to be a residency. It's not it's not going to be just picking up where, where things left off. I, I think there's definitely good, whether it's like, like you said, like maybe one show or one, one art form or one project or something. I just need something um, to know and, rem and just like really reaffirm that we are all truly friends. Mm. What, what is all That's of it. you three's ideal situation? Cause I think we all kind of represent different like facets of the fan base. For me, mm -hmm. my dream situation would genuinely be like a two to three hour documentary maybe a netflix or hulu special where they're just kind of like each i, I kind of want like a harry and megan but like since there's less volatility around their situation we're not going to question everything like we're just going to automatically mm -hmm. assume that everything is their truth so i just mm -hmm. want to hear from their own mouths with them as executive producers because then you know that they have control over the edit like that's what I want to see mm -hmm. I just want to hear them tell their story from their mouths because we never got that so it was always some overproduced like spectacular thing at the time that's what we needed but that's mm -hmm. my ideal situation like I would be fine if they never sang us all together again I just want to hear the truth <laughs> I can see Sophie <laughs> might have a different this is perfect so I want to hear what you guys ideal situation is no, I want. So what's I, yours? I need a moment, <laughs> like a moment across the universe, where they're on a stage together and they're like having fun. Like that's all I really care about, because that's like that's exactly how we consumed One Direction. Like, yeah. uh, and I'm like, I still yearn for that. However, I also <laughs> came into the the fan group like later, so I never really got to see like Take Me Home to or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I would, you know, would love that's to see. Good you know how what is it heart attack let me ask, why am i acting like i don't know these <gasps> yeah. songs i saw those yeah you know that song come on you know that yeah but uh or back for you yeah. but i would love to see i would love to see like a fun like concert just like one time throw it out there nothing cheesy nothing yeah. cheesy and stupid like for real fun um and it's just like and i don't even i would love to hear them talk i don't even need them to talk but just get on stage and like have a good time and like them relive what they did but it's kind of hard because i don't think that they want to do that no that's the thing no they're not yeah. they're so past it but like we aren't i mean i'm not but i think it is very 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 unrealistic for them to get on the stage together i know it's see because that's i my moment is is definitely more aligned with yours so if i want like i don't want a tour i know it's not going to be a tour i but i want it to be one iconic performance at like a huge stage somewhere and yeah. i can't even think i can't even fathom what kind of stage is big enough to to hold this honor but i i would like like one performance 
like televised all over the world of yeah. them again just one you know just for the one time for not for but again people. i can't i can't I'm even just not about it yeah but, but I, she said it tell super me bowl. i literally was like that's the only thing that i would want over the film is super bowl <laughs> that's not happen, but it would never happen that's the thing yeah it would because never happen my, my thing with like the performance is i hear you guys with the concert but it also makes sense like not that i don't i mean obviously we're always gonna be music fans i feel like i'm in this phase of my life where it's just like i just love hearing all of these like conversations and like it just feels like something you can hold on to forever whereas my issue with concerts i'm thinking about the post like concert yeah depression. Guys, we're not going to get that again. So the fact that we would get it once, I think people would actually be like clinically unwell. <laughs> like we're never getting that again. So I'm like, don't tease me. I'd rather see a document. I know the thing is I hear you guys. And I think uh, many, many people would agree with you. It's probably a way smaller facet of people that would rather get a documentary like myself. But like, it's just so hard because we would never get it again. <laughs> Well, yeah, and you're the realist. I know. Person. Like, you know what's good for us. Me, I'm like, okay, like, consume, consume, consume. I want something big, something crazy. And then I would never be the same ever again. And then who's gonna, who's there to pick up the pieces? Not them. It's gonna be me. You know? I know. I'm like, like that's, that's that's the cycle I'm used that's, to. Yeah, and that, like, that's what I was expecting. I'm like, I can't. Go. I'm tired. I can't go through yeah. that. I'm too tired. Toby's like, literally, my body cannot handle no. any more bullshit. Like, and think about the anxiety Bro. of us trying to get there. Like, I think, I think, like, I don't want to joke about war, guys. <laughs> but, like, this yeah. is like, well, dangerous. True. No, you're right. Safety concerns are legit now in, at yeah. concerts, especially to that magnitude. No earrings. Like, no there hoop. is no GA pits. Like, you would need to, like, literally chain people to their chairs. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would All need right, FBI, well. like, on browns yeah yeah so we're gonna we're gonna scratch oh my god they're gonna have like military tanks holy no, they would shit have they to. would like it would be it yeah. would be there would be more like security than like the inauguration of the united states president i'm so 100 like they wouldn't have okay a so we have to scratch the idea of the concert then so the documentary is called this is us now and we would like our royalties Thank you. Thank you. That sounds like HR. Yeah. So after um deliberation and more <laughs> thought, we have now decided to pivot our direction <laughs> to One Direction's new documentary titled "This Is Us Now." Oh, that'd be. I, I'd, I'd take it. I mean, I would be the I, first. I mean, I would be at the premiere. Like, I would figure it out. Like, and I would be so no, happy. But, like yeah, a friends no. reunion, but less cheesy. Yeah. That's the thing. So, I don't of want course, we cheese. Yeah. No, 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 no cheese. I want it to be cool and chill, but who would be the interviewer? Actually, I'm trying to think about who now. If it's not Oprah Winfrey, it would need to be. Oh my god! Oh my Z -Wait. god! Oh my yo! What if it is segmented? It's like Z Way does like the fun part. Girl, like yo, Z Way would eat because she's yes. also like core fan, like fan base. Like, I don't know if that girl was a directioner, but everything about her screams, I was a directioner. Oh, no, she was, for sure. Closeted or not. And I'm making someone confirm or deny. You can't tell me Z-Way was not a directioner. Like, it doesn't make any sense. She's too delusional. She has to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there it is. So that's the fun segment. Um, Barbara Walters. Is she alive? Is she alive. No, she passed away. Jasmine. Oh shit! I'm okay, so but sorry. if anybody's gonna bring back the dead, it would be a yeah. American reunion. <laughs> True. True. I was like, somebody, please help me. <laughs> I'm trying to think about now. I'm asking myself, did she really pass away? I think she did. I think she did. Let me Google. I feel like this would, but Jasmine, don't worry. It was recent. It was very recent. Like yesterday. Okay, I was. I had a. I had a gut feeling. That's why I was like, wait, wait did she? <laughs> Watch her still yeah, be alive. Passed away. Okay. Well, rest in peace, Walters. But we will see. You yeah, soon. I'm so. But that's that's her let that's her legend. Like she's a legend. That was the yeah, she name was, drop. She I did, you know, she is the woman. When she would have been okay. Wait, last thing before we move to weekly playlist. I don't know how we've never done this before. Actually, we also need, and I this is something that I think we can all admit we will get. We will get a film adaptation of One Direction story. So who yeah, would you want to it? play each person? Duh. Jason Butler as Harry Styles. 
Or should he be Liam? (laughs) (laughs) So we thought they're both Virgos. (laughs) So we thought. Honestly, I think Jacob, I mean, would we have to? That's the thing. There's not really like we don't have a we don't have a good base here. Because it's like one direction mm-hmm. is one direction. They would literally have to play themselves, play which themselves. they have. But there's definitely going to be it's, there's going to be something, and I feel like it's gonna be like more towards the indie-esque type. Yeah. It's not gonna be like huge stars. Like I feel like there's gonna be people that we don't know. Yeah. And they're gonna probably be yeah. on the map because of this movie. Or maybe and we are both. gonna be the screenwriters. I just thought about it. The person that would play Harry. The boy, the English guy from Gossip Girl that everyone already thinks looks like him. And he was in the movie. That he's back. No, no, no. The new Gossip Girl. Hold on. Gossip Girl. Oh, wait. HBO. Oh, my God. How did I not think about this? I always I always look at this man and I'm like, oh, he's he's Harry Styles. Thomas Doherty. You, you guys okay. have seen his face. Yes. He, yes. Harry Styles. Thomas Doherty. Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm gonna send a link to. This. I love it. Yes, Evan Mock as Zane. Actually, we got it going now. That works. That actually works. Uh huh. Uh huh. Evan Mock as Zane. Okay, Evan Mock as Zane. Thomas Doherty as Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Um, I think Tom Holland right. as Tom Niall Holland Hair, Niall as Niall Horan. We just yes, and then Liam and Louis. Um, maybe Austin Butler could be a Louis. I just think Austin Butler is such a leading man that oh, it'd be hard to girl. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, Thomas Doherty is Harry Styles. Yeah. Like, true. Honestly, if Jacob Awardy weren't so tall, I would say that he could be a Liam. Yeah. Because Liam's what, like 6'1? Like it's 6 that, feet? On a good day. Yeah. She said in in the Steve Madden boots. Girl. Lori and Liam Pink, guys, there's not even in the same category. And coming from a Liam girl, come on. And actually, do you know who could play Louis? Homeboy from who? Euphoria and um Do Revenge. What's his name? We actually used to live in the same building, low key. Um, his name. Um oh yeah, your neighbor. Yeah, Euphoria your neighbor. Euphoria Cav. Um No idea. Oh, what is his name? Oh, this uh, Austin Abrams. Okay, I'm okay. gonna send a picture okay. in the chat. I think, yeah. So if you saw this, you would also agree. I'm gonna. Okay, Austin knows what he looks like, but here, Austin Abrams. He he could be Louis. He has the face. He does I, for sure. Oh, um, I guess the one that can play Liam is the guy from Tell Me Lies. <gasps> Wait, mm. that's much better. That is. Yes. Oh, so good. Let's go. Oh, good one. Good one. Good one. We're on to something. Damn. All right. We got a crew. Casted. The casting is done. Okay, so to recap, we have Mm -hmm. um Liam Payne played by Stephen or Jackson White. (laughs) Yes, we have Harry Styles played by Thomas Doherty. We have Zayn Malik Mm -hmm. played by Evan Mock. We have Louis Thomason played by Austin Abrams, and we have Niall Horan played by Tom. <laughs> it worked. There we go. That's all she wrote. Worked. Yeah, we'll see you guys on the big screen. Right, we'll see you guys in the comments room. And right. so we got casting. Yeah, we did casting. We did. Um, we got to get exact producer rights. We we're probably gonna do the screenwriting. Um, well, yeah, I think we yeah, already started just- something yeah yeah so you know hit us up if you want the ip to that no, that would go crazy <laughs> that would go crazy well dreams do come true honestly mm-hmm. wow righty. since we're on the topic of music weekly playlist let's wrap this up yeah <laughs> now we spun out of control <laughs> um, i did listen to a song this past week um, oh my god sorry i almost choked um private landing <laughs> off of don Tolliver's most recent album um and it's featuring future and justin bieber when i say justin carried his verse 
you hear him come in and it's out of control. Like I've seen the craziest TikToks, like girls like literally physically levitating out of their beds like the minute this song drops. Like light skin beaver is back with vengeance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank God. We've all been beaver. meeting. That's all I have to say, Jasmine. Amazing. Well, my weekly playlist also has a Justin Bieber feature on it. I've been listening to, um, it's funny, I actually came across this song again, listening to the Justin Bieber Essentials playlist on Apple Music. So Wandered to LA um, by Juice World and Justin Bieber have been on my loop. And then as well as It Ain't Safe by Skepta and Young Lord. Um, There's like a TikTok trend video going on right now of the It Ain't Safe song, and I can't get enough. So that's that's pretty much all been it for me and music so what about you i mean i'm pretty simple too any um i've been listening to, i think it's tem it is Thames. i love Thames. yes i think i very much am obsessed and you know y'all know how i am with like my i'm very adventurous with my music so i'll listen to songs and not really realize that i'm like really into the artist or whatever and i'll just mm-hmm. have songs on my playlist but then i kept on like coming back to this one song specifically replay by temps and then i just was like okay i need to start listening to this artist um mm-hmm. and then now i think i'm a temps stan like she's such a baddie like she's, she's, oh, she's so, so good. gorgeous she's like has like the, just the most i don't know she gives me like modern day regal if that's like a thing yeah she's a princess. Very, just, like, very much yes. Modern royalty. yes and her and flow her is so melodic and yeah. yummy like it, it's she's so good yeah yeah so i've just Thames been listening everything. to Thames, but specifically i mean i think a replay and then free mind yeah and that's yeah. the ones that have been sticking out to me but that's pretty much I've, she's just been on my radar she's a good times is everything yeah um and everyone on, on our way out i just realized that we forgot to mention one very important pop culture happening we'll leave our listeners with this but the bad bunny and kendall jenner rumors the bad bunny fans came out the woodworks like they've been quiet and the minute this dropped i was like Yo. Yeah, I feel like yeah. they're the ones not to be played with, to be honest. They're crazy. Yeah. Like for real, for real. Yeah. Yeah. It's just we, we have a lot of questions and no answers. Um, and honestly, I don't want answers. I just want everyone to go their separate ways in private. Yeah, do your um, thing. I'll leave you guys with that. Um, let us know if you have any thoughts. You can always at email us at theweeklybayk at gmail.com. Thank you so much for hanging out with us yet again for another month. We will see you next month. But in the meantime, make sure to subscribe, follow us on all of our social media. All the information is down below. Tell a friend about this pod if you haven't already and leave us leave a, leave five stars if you feel so inclined. Um, but yeah, we love you guys. Bye. 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 I'm Sophie. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Toby. And you've been listening to The Weekly Bay